So welcome to this episode. Today I'm with uh, Johnny He and welcome to this podcast. Thank you. So uh, as you know, I would like to know a bit of yourself. Uh, so let us understand better who you are, what you do, not only as a photographer, uh, I mean, what uh, is your life? Okay, so I'm Johnny E. I'm from Taipei, Taiwan. I'm born here, but I spent a lot of my childhood and going to school in Canada. So that's why I speak in both English and Mandarin. And also is kind of a third culture kid because I've experienced two cultures, but I don't necessarily identify with either one because I've always kind of feel alienated. I don't know if any other third culture kid feels the same, but that's how I feel. But that's also a good thing because I like street photography a lot and that helps me in a way because I can sort of see the city and the culture from a alien perspective. So I, I maybe I see some things that people just forget to see or ignore, or it's just, Maybe life's too fast, they, they uh, miss some little things, but I'm able to pick it up because I, I'm able to kind of see it from a third culture point of view for both Canada and Taiwan. And um, I started photography about when I was uh, 17, 18 from high school. So I learned, I learned from film because it was quite a while ago. And I, I didn't really know the types of photography there were when I started, like, you know, portrait photography, landscape, street. But it just felt natural for me to just walk out to the streets and just take photos of what I feel that's interesting or things that I find um, worthy of recording. So I kind of just started my street photography journey without knowing that's called street photography. And, um, I, um, I, I did film for a little bit, but, but then the digital camera started to get more popular around 2004, 2007. So I shot a little bit of digital after I was seven, but I got back to film about four years, no, 2017. So that's uh, five years ago. So I got back to film five years ago. And the reasons for that is because I really like the sensibility of film. And also I'm very lazy. So if I were to shoot digital, I would have to go through hundreds of pictures after a day of walking. But if I shoot film, I probably shoot a roll max a day and that's 36 to 38 frames. So that, that makes it easier for me to pick after because I'm just lazy. And it also, I think it helps with, um, it trains you to hit the shutter when you really want to hit it instead of just hitting it and just trying to see what happens. So it, it makes you think a little bit more bef before you actually take photos. 
And I, I like that aspect of film a lot. Yeah, it's, it's something uh, many photographers uh, shoot in analog. Uh, they they told me that uh, yeah, they are able to uh, think a bit more about what they shoot. Uh, I mean, I'm a pro provocative person, <laughs> and many times I push the people said, yeah, I mean, you can think also in in digital. You don't know, no one is there with the gun saying to you shoot picture. Uh, and uh, I mean, I, I say that because I like to to let. Uh, throw uh, this message that you can do it the same with every tool you have in your hand uh, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, start to think also about that yeah sometimes uh, it's good to think in any case if you shoot in analog or in digital but it's also sometimes really good to don't think at all when you shoot in both way uh, mm -hmm. everything depends on the moment you have in front of you and applet uh, sometimes have, to me this uh, this Scenes uh, really crazy, really good, uh, and they shoot an entire film roll all in one scene. I mean, mm -hmm. something I related also to my studies in photography, especially uh, about reportage and documentary of the past. Photographer, uh, reporter, they was doing like that. I mean, they was shooting an entire roll on one scene uh, because you never know uh, what is the the one good and. Uh, mm -hmm about the the whole scene you know it's it's uh, it's difficult to to shoot just two picture three picture one picture to relate completely to the the, the things is happening in front of you uh, this is what oh, yeah. you think a lot about because uh, as i said with many people yeah if we were rich we was not thinking about uh, we were <laughs> buying a film uh, like never in our life uh, it was putting an, an entire room of our house full of film and going out and shooting film like crazy you know so it's, uh, i think it's everything related to to that uh, but uh, uh, i'm agree and disagree in in the, in the both way mm -hmm. uh, what I want to ask you, it's, uh, it's um, it, uh, that you go out and you're able to see things that other people don't see it. And uh, uh, do you think the people then uh, follow you or engage you in a way from outside, from internet, uh, then when they watch this picture, they see it, uh, what you see and they don't see before, or they continue to don't see it? I think it depends on the viewer and I don't I don't necessarily mean like don't see but maybe not didn't catch their eyes maybe it's insignificant to them but to me it's interesting so it's very uh subjective so um yeah. I'm not sure how um how to answer that because it's 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 about the audience and I can't know if they see more or less through me. But what's interesting is that um, one time, one of my followers on Instagram messaged me and said, he is the father of two adopted children and they are from Taiwan, but they've never been in Taiwan. They are adopted in America. And the dad messaged me and said, it was really cool to show their kids their own culture through my account. And I, I felt like that was pretty cool to, to be able to show yeah, to adopt the kids, their own culture through the internet. So they're able to kind of learn about their culture instead of just having their new American culture. It, and that that's very nice of their dad. 
It's really nice. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, I love when people uh, relate to me on on Instagram and they comment in a way the what I do, what I show. I mean, I think this something make you a lot of satisfaction, even if they say it's uh, something bad about your picture, no. <laughs> but in a way, they give to you, you know, a response, and I think it's something that in a way or another we search it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there is no reason why that you put picture on a social network. You can put in a, a server and watch by yourself. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And well, to way. to get feedbacks also helps you grow, and you yeah. know what works, doesn't work, or maybe sometimes people see what you don't see, and when your viewers sometimes tell you stuff, it really helps you to even look at your own work better. Yeah, today I also will try to to say to you what I feel, what I don't feel, what I see, what I like, what I don't like. Uh, before of that, yeah, first things, it, I mean, I open your Instagram account and I read street photographies, jets. I love jets. I worked in jets for years. Uh, and I want to ask you, for you, uh, why street photographies, jets? I mean, I have my, my answer, but I want to listen also your... Why street photography? Uh, I think one of the reason is um, because before I do photography as art, I did printmaking as art, which you can see behind me. And when I make prints, I make prints out of bronze powder and uh, iron powder. So they're not ink, they're they're metal powder. And before I um, finish the print, I would put acid on the on the metal powder. And then they will eat away at the metal and the oxidation and the color will show up. And I bring this up because with my work, I like to let go of some control. I don't want to control everything. I want the material to do its own thing. So I, I provide this platform, my print, but I apply acid to the metals and they will react. But the way they react and how the color comes out is out of my control. And I, I kind of I quite like that aspect of um, giving up control when you're creating because that's kind of how everything is to me. And um, because I am, I, I really, I really agree with a lot of the philosophy from Zen Buddhism and Taoism from China because they believe nothing is forever. Everything is shifting from nothingness to something or from something to nothingness. It's a, always a cycle. So to say something is finished for me is very hard because you don't, what's finished, right? Like, is it finished when it's broken or is it finished when it's forming? So we, so I, I like this idea of how everything is in a constant shift and I'm just recording a snapshot of how it is at the moment. But after that, we all know it will be different. So for me, how, how that relates to street photography is that if you do studio photography, you got the model, you got the makeup, you got the lights, you got your background, everything's controlled. Yeah, we can say that. Kind of control, more or less control. But with streets, you, you go out there, none, none of the people are your models. They're just doing their own things. No, There's no makeup. People are just doing their own thing. Lights, it's natural lights or um, city lights. So there, there's that... For, for me, that's the giving up of control and how, how you have to improvise on the spot. And I, I really, I don't know what, what it's about, but there's this thing that really attracts me to street photography is that 
how you have to improvise on the spot. And um, just, you just always have to have your camera on you because you never know when you were able to yeah. capture something beautiful yeah. or this something. This is a legend. Something. A legend absolutely that if you are, you need, you should have always your camera with you because you really don't know what can happen in front of you. And yeah, yeah, you have no idea. Also, I want to say uh, that we have phones today uh, that we can use as camera. I mean, happened many times to me that I have also the camera with me, but the time to put on the, I mean, I have a Minox. Uh, it's really difficult to, for me to find the uh, ISO, really high ISO roll film. So then uh, mm -hmm. usually I have a maximum 400 inside this Minox and it's the most fast camera I have because you have just to open, click, that's it. I mean, you have to focus, but uh, you cannot see the focus. You are just related to the distance. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's much more easier to take the phone, open the camera so fast and click, you know, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's really fast. And uh, I do it with the phone. With film photography is difficult because, uh, for example, here in Berlin, no, uh, turn it, uh, now it's almost night and uh, it's just four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and uh, yeah winter time most of, most of the time i can go out all in the in the evening you know and uh where you go to shoot with the 400 so you have to be in the really center of the city where the light of the shop are really uh, you know uh, strong or otherwise mm -hmm. you don't get anything yeah this i mean for, for me are difficulties of a film uh, that uh, in a way push me to don't shoot with film. I mean, in a way or another, I shoot always with film when I can, but when I cannot, it's uh, just waste of role, you know? And this is difficult, for example, in street photography, but uh, what you were saying that uh, in a way, in the studio, you have the control. It depends on what kind of control you want to put. I mean, I think this is, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word subjective, but um, it's uh, in a way, uh, the way you are set in your mind, no? Uh, when I was shooting in the studio, I shoot it for many years, I was always searching the improvising. I was searching always the, the something I didn't know before. So I was never preparing anything. Uh, was, I mean, mm -hmm. I had the background, but yeah, it's, I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just a white paper or gray paper or black paper, what else? And uh, I had subject I didn't know before. And uh, the whole session was there. If I was not uh, relating to the subject in a psychological way, if I wasn't push, pushing the subject to reveal some uh, emotion or some feeling, uh, I mean, it could be a subject then another, so only numbers. But yeah, it's what I always liked of, of uh, in my photography, in my way to doing photography is uh, uh, you don't know what can happen in front of you in any case. If you are in the studio, if you are uh, outside, if you are, I mean, in, in every case, because mm -hmm. I set I set myself in this way. I, I try to don't do it always the same things, and this in a way it's I mean for me it's, it's my playground. I have to say my playground and create always different things, and um, I have to say it's really difficult for me to doing always the same things. I mean even the pod, yeah yeah the podcast because now I decided if you don't, I don't want to do it fifty. Sorry, babe. I don't want to do it anymore. Fifty minutes. I want to do it more minutes. Mm. Because why mm -hmm. I have to do it 15 minutes? Why I have to close myself in this range? I want to continue mm -hmm. to talk about. And before, and uh, just to say that, and then I let you continue. 
before of you, I was doing another podcast with another guy, really interesting podcast that uh, we switched in a way. We said, okay, I said to him, yeah, look, I have to do it another podcast with another guy now. I want to do it a second episode with you because mm-hmm. a lot to talk about. And we was talking also about uh, uh, Chinese culture. Uh, I, I said mm-hmm. to him that uh, we talk about religion and I said to him that I appreciated a lot uh, years ago to read the Chuan Tzu and, uh, and to relate to other vision, other culture and so on. And uh, yeah, it was nice now the hyper connection that was because you said to me about the the Zen and then automatically I connected to what I was saying before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, t- t- there, I un- totally understand and agree what you said because um depends always what kind of artists we are and most of artists they start and i think they are not artists at all they are just starting to relate to other artists or some kind of structure and in the end they are just photocopy they're doing photocopy because they just think as what they learn you know what they learn in a structured way and then they yeah are I, I, sorry Sorry, I found that problem when I was going to art school because sometimes we would have art pieces, we'll have critiques, and people would always attach themselves to the papers we just read, the artists that we just learned about. And I felt like that wasn't genuine. That wasn't, that wasn't the art the artists wanted to make. It was just the stuff they learned about. And I, I think that's along the things you were saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, what, what I mean. I mean, also, I also come from art school uh, and I have to say, in the art school, I didn't learn anything. The only things I learned is to go away from the art. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I learned how to defend my art in front of people because you always have to do critiques and you just have to grow some really thick skin and just go up and be like, yeah, this is what I think. And just hear the negatives and the positives. And I, I, But I think both the negatives and the positives help a lot. You can't just have negative or just positive, right? You, you'll never grow that way. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I understand also that you, how do you talk to me and what you are explaining also because you are not only, uh, you are not using only photography, you are also an artist, an experimental artist. You do it uh, different works, sculpture uh, and uh, painting. Uh, and uh, I was watching before, this project uh, you have is a hong, uh, right? No, um, and uh, the simplicity and the difficulties of uh, this three piece of paper, red and uh, what they blue, black, and so on. I mean, uh, remind me a lot uh, um, this uh, uh, how to say um, scan of the brain. Ask. <laughs> that can be everything. I mean, so it's uh, it's I like a lot the 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 perspective I have of them, and uh, yeah, inspire me also in a photographic way. Uh, so then, yeah, I understand the, the way you talk about photography is totally the way uh, also to be a drawer, uh, an artist, experimental artist, and uh, and so on, and sculptorist. Uh, it's much more related to you want uh, the the freedom to discover the things in front of you. You don't want uh, uh, a structure around you that uh, that in a way or another uh, can let you be bored doing something. And uh, yeah, and yeah, for sure, street photo- photography 
uh, it's not under control. If you, but uh, I think it's everything about ourselves uh, because I know a lot of photographers uh, and uh, us in the street, they make the things under control. And, and this is the point, you know, in the end, it's, uh, it's not uh, the tool, it's not the topic, but it's uh, how we or others set ourselves, I think. And uh, it's everything about uh, our psychology, everything about our perspective, our uh, relation with, with the world, with our mm. world and the world outside. And to jump out from uh, that topic, uh, or we, we stay here for uh, a year to talk about. <laughs> yeah. you, uh, uh, there is a subject uh, is repetitive in your shot. And I want to ask you this. I mean, I prepared this question before, uh, but I feel a bit of connection between we was saying now, um, because this is something we don't have under control, but we have under control in a way that we are aware of that. And I have seen that in your picture, there is a subject is repetitive, but I would like that you recognize that and you uh, answer this question. If there is a subject is repetitive and why? Well, uh, I'm not sure what what is repetitive. What what did you what what do you I mean, see it's, that's repetitive? It's, it's, uh, it's uh, continuously there. You know, oh, like for you, me, you shoot, during the year you shoot, you shoot, you shoot, you shoot, and and in the end you re relate to yourself and say, "Oh fuck, I shoot a 200 picture of the same things for years. Why? <laughs> Why? Hmm. I shoot." A lot of a lot of people interaction in the city, and sometimes I ask myself why I'm shooting this and what's the significance of this. Why why should I be recording this? I ask myself this, but I don't know. I, I it's not necessarily just interaction of people. It's interaction out of the ordinary, and that's something I really like to capture. Like I would be walking on the streets, like one this one time I was walking on the streets. There was this family with two boxes of oranges and the box just breaks and all the oranges just gets rolled all on this, over the streets and the whole family is scrambling around to pick up the oranges. And that's my moment, boom. The whole family picking up oranges on the streets. That's a, you can't plan for that. And why did I shoot it though? I, I, I can't tell you why I shot, shot that picture, but when I saw it, I knew I have to take a picture of that because that's an unusual scene you don't you always see on the streets. And I was just going to say this before this segment that you can't tell an artist's work from one picture. Usually you have to see a body of work. And then that's kind of how you get a feel of what the artist or the photographer is trying to say. And I feel like right now I'm still doing the collection. I, I'm still collecting material. I'm, I'm still, I have, Maybe, for example, 50 pictures of bikes, 70 pictures of cars. I'm, I'm still just compiling, compiling and compiling. And I sometimes look at them and I will pick out pictures like put them together and, and think, what, 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 is, what, what is in here? Is there a story? And, and also because when I look at these pictures, I'm kind of looking at my own psyche. So I can sort of read it and be like, why am I doing this? Well, 
I, I can sort of understand my, myself a little bit more. And that's also, also, I want to say I can't answer that right now because that's still the journey I'm on right now. I'm still trying to answer why I take street street photos. <laughs> and that is a tough question. I have a lot of friends that shoot street. No one has ever given me an answer that's just like, oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Of course, that's why. No one has ever given me an answer like that. It, everyone's like, oh, I don't know. I, I just kind of enjoy it. Everyone's yeah, kind of like yeah, it's, it's for sure it's something uh, I totally understand. I mean, now I did the, this is the podcast, I think, uh, 170, something like uh, and uh, before doing the, this podcast, I was relating a lot to photographer. I mean, as of not only a photographer, but also a curator. Uh, I mean, it's what I do, what I love to do. And uh, uh, I started in the moment I was to give to myself question like, why I shoot photography? Why I, I like to shoot these things? Uh, what does it mean? What I want to say? What I want to communicate? What communicate to myself? What I say to others? What others think about that? Um, and many other questions. Uh, uh, more and more than uh, uh, I think. Yeah, you know that uh, Araki Nobuyoshi, you know, um, photographer. If you don't know, search it. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's a documentary uh, of him. Uh, start like that. What is photography? worse to doing a picture in black and white in color the blah blah, blah. there's thousands of questions and um, i feel it's uh, it's really instructive uh, to watch uh, and to listen on this kind of photographer because our, it's a photographer that um, published over uh, 800 books uh, and uh, shooted yeah. everything everything and he shooted the street photography long story short story pornography uh, fashion for everything really everything you can find every kind of picture he was uh, and um, they called him uh, the monster because uh, the monster. and, and, and uh, yeah so, so, someone figured out him uh, like the um, the god uh, with many hands i don't remember the name uh, kali no uh, uh brahma yeah, with thousands of hands, huh? and uh, in these thousands of hands, there were thousands of cameras. So when you watch the documentary, <laughs> you will have a lot of fun because he's a really uh, extrovert, introvert person, full of uh, experience, full of emotion. And uh, I think he did, for example, a book is uh, now pretty famous, his name in Sentimental Journey. Um, it's a Let long project. Sentimental yeah, Journey? Yeah. Is a long project uh, uh, on the um, start when he uh, get married with the wife until the death of the wife. And, oh wow! Uh, and it's a book uh, uh, not good made. More, it's a really uh, a milestone in photography, I think, and uh, show a lot of what doesn't mean. To be a photographer and uh, to relate to your world and the world outside doesn't matter the aesthetic you put in uh, it's matter the story you are writing and uh, the way you're communicating the story it's if you watch that book uh, it's i don't have to explain the book you know you have just to watch the picture and you know what it's about you know the story is about you feel the person what you feel 
there is in the middle of book a series of uh, probably 20 30 pages where there is only street i mean only street uh, i talk about skies and uh, uh, no one in the street and it's in the middle of the story where he was going every day in the hospital to the wife i mean you can relate oh. to it and you can feel it that person was lost losting the the road losting uh, someone was losting himself mm. and there is a lot of this uh, uh, narrative communication without text you know and um i don't remember now i was talking about that <laughs> but uh, uh the the thing is uh, yeah because uh, many people don't know or they want uh, lie to themselves to don't know why they uh, enjoy or not enjoy or they shoot the same pictures uh, but i think it's uh, this is the real work in photography to understand then why you do it something because otherwise you could not sell to anyone what you do mm -hmm. i mean if, if you will go to doing an exhibition the two are the way or you say a lot of bullshit but they have to be bullshit. They 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 have to hold. You know, you cannot say bullshit. Then the day after, people say, "Yeah, but what the fuck you said?" You know, uh, or you have to know, and you have a bit to struggle with yourself and thinking about, okay, okay, now I'm doing a picture from ten years. Why should always? I in my case, for example, why should always the dirty? Why should always the the trash in the street? And there are many reasons. I mean, first of all, I, I come from Naples, and Naples is one of the city most dirty in the world, where uh, the the trash was uh, a topic for years, uh, because people was putting a lot of trash in the street and they was not collecting. So I have seen the trash for for years, and in a way, I like the trash. You know why? Because say a lot about the society where, where you live in. In Berlin, it's really easy to find. Uh, um, a lot of trash in the street uh, without any sense you know i i found a banana on the vomit so someone threw it up inside <laughs> of the train someone threw it up inside of the train and put the banana on and say it's a lot about the society you live in and say a lot about uh, why i like that things because it's true it's real it's not um mm -hmm. there is no construction you know this uh, uh there's not a, a kind of society close, you know, uh, to showing always the perfection of, of what we have around, but more to say, yeah, uh, this, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about what other think. I don't give a fuck about what is my city, you know, and if my city is dirty in a way, I feel like the city are dirty in a way or another. They are totally clean, clean from the, from the constriction. Because in a way or another, there is no dictator. There is uh, always a message of freedom. But in a way or another, we are dirty. Even if we are clean, we are dirty. We put out our perversion. We put out our uh, sentences. We want to show our uh, freedom every day. And that's why I shoot trash most of the time. Because for me, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, a remarkable message of freedom. And that the, I choose to live in the cities like that. I don't like, I will never live in uh, Munich, for example. It's fucking clean. Everything is clean. <laughs> you can eat uh, on the street, on the ground. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> so wow. it's, for me, it's not, uh, you know, it's, uh, the first things 
I think about the cities really clean. I think about, okay, who live here? The people go out in the street. They eat, they enjoy. So I think, yeah. Have you been to Japan? No, not yet. But uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is, I, I say to you uh, what happened with Berlin. I'm afraid to go in Japan. <laughs> it's super so, clean. Like, yeah, it's too clean. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Okay. I mean, it's a really um, country full of uh, uh, constriction. I mean, uh, now I have a lot of friends from Japan. I had some ex-girlfriend from Japan. And uh, uh, why people go away from Japan, most of the Japanese people, who are the yes. Or you are totally a fucking slave. <laughs> Or you cannot be a slave because uh, even if you want to just survive, you're a slave. You have to work almost seven days per day uh, per week and uh, without stop. And if you don't uh, show the expedition of others, you are a fail. And I did a research. Mm. I did the research years ago in Kyoto. I mean, I didn't went in Kyoto uh, physically, but I studied a lot and I did this uh, social research about. Uh, uh, why people um, kill themselves, suicide themselves, uh, uh, because of many different, uh, I mean, also the Aikido, no? Why? It's constantly there. It's uh, the Kikomori and so on. Um, why people are subject, uh, uh, always uh, pushed from the society they live in, and uh, why they kill themselves in the forest and not in the public. I, I, I think to them, to they just want to disappear because yeah. to die around your family or at a place where people can find you, it, it's kind of a shame. Yeah. For one, for two, they don't want to um, they don't want to burden others. They don't want they don't want their families to come clean after them after they're dead. So maybe that's why they choose to disappear into the forest. I'm just guessing. I'm not sure. I, I know about that issue because there, there's this, uh, the sea of forest, the forest of sea, oh, no, no, forest sea of yeah. trees under Fuji, right? A lot of people go seek suicide there. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it's, uh, it was one of the topic of the research and uh, yeah, it's, I mean, something and, that I can understand if you then study even better and you relate to the culture, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Also, the work culture there is very uh, intense. Yeah. It's a high-pressure society. So, it, uh, your like you said, your girlfriend is Japanese, no? Yeah, my girlfriend is half Japanese. Yeah, I've yeah, seen. She actually, picture. she just came back to Taiwan this year. I mean, yeah. today. Okay. From okay. Japan. Cool. Yeah. So then after after me, you will enjoy to to have time with her. I think. Yeah. So now because I have seen that, uh, yeah, she also doing photography, and uh, yeah, one of the question I wanted to ask you, the relation between love and photography. No, my love with photography or my love with my girlfriend ah, the, how the love uh, is inserted inside of photography because i have seen that uh, she also doing pictures so then i can imagine that you share also a lot of moment uh, with her doing pictures yeah um, okay wrong? she started shooting about three and a half years ago because she before before we dated she told me she wanted to learn photography but she never got a chance blah 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 so we, we dated I didn't shoot right away, but I've, I, I've always kind of have a camera with me, but then I picked up a film camera 
and I really, I really loved it to get back to on film. And my, my passion came back. So I, I went out and bought her a set of film camera and I taught her how to use it. And now she's doing really well. I, I think she's learned so much in the past few years. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the, the gallery of her on Instagram and uh, they are really cool picture. But, uh, uh, you know, there is a relation between uh, the question I give to you and what I, we are talking about now. And I think, yeah, this is, for example, what I said before, it's a subject repetitive inside of your shoots is for sure your girlfriend. And what I like mm. about, what I really love of that is uh, that she shoot you and you shoot her. And you can relate in the same moment, the same people, but from two different perspectives. And this, I think, is a, I mean, this is a project. I mean, I don't know if you have a choice. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. What? We have a lot of portrait of each other because we always go out to shoot together a lot. Sometimes we would just take our camera and we'll go out walking for like three, four hours, just take pictures. And because we're walking together, obviously, sometimes I would see a really nice moment of her. So I would just take it. I mean, and, I'm not totally about the same, portrait, you know. And, and the same totally with her. It's, a, it's a, the time you spend together. So the work you do it together, different picture, different perspective, not only about uh, shooting portrait of each other, you know, but the entire story, the entire time is part of your story. You know, it's a part of, uh, of uh, in a way or another project. And uh, I mean... Oh, do you mean, do you mean, sorry, I, I, might, I might have gotten the question wrong. Do you mean you could see our life through two perspectives? through yeah. her account and my account and that's yeah. really interesting to you yeah i think I mean, for me it's really interesting i mean it's, uh, i mean as, as a creator i will love uh, always to catch uh things uh, are not usual uh, it's totally fucking difficult today but uh, uh yeah i think it's totally something make unique uh, your uh, both work i mean uh, probably they work more like that than alone I mean, it's yeah, yeah, David. No, it's the magic is in between. We um we had we published your calendar last year, and it was half my work, half her work. And a lot of people, when they flip through the photos, they didn't even know it was from two people. They just thought, oh, Johnny, this is all your photos. I'm like, no, 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 half of it is my girlfriend's. And yeah. I think that's why you're saying because our work just start to blend together, and it kind of just becomes one. Yeah, they work. They work some... like that. I was doing something like that, not with an ex-girlfriend, but with a friend. Uh, we were spending a lot of time together, going out, doing things. Uh, even uh, shoots, uh, they were not in the same moment we were together. And I made a book years ago of uh, a mix of uh, picture between uh, mine and, and her. And uh, came out a work totally unique because we were shooting uh, uh, probably in the same way, black and white, really... Uh, cruel, really dirty, really full of grain, uh, and uh, I really mean, raw. Yes, it was really raw, and and I made this book uh, uh, with uh, just uh, following a line of emotion, without caring if it was my picture or her picture, without uh, mentioning that, and uh, was working because we were on uh, the same vibes. And I think this is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, as you know, I, I do it with uh, this project, uh, also collection books and so on. And uh, this is another thing I really love to do it. Uh, I would love to do it. I mean, you know, it's really provocative because some photographer would say, what the fuck, there's no my name there. But uh, I would 
put down a book with the photography without writing the name and then writing the name just in the credits and uh, keep the vibes of every picture but from uh, totally 30 40 50 different photography in one book just with made one story but yeah it's it's a uh, it's a uh, what jumped to my vision to watch your picture and uh, i i asked you about the uh, rep repetitive subject because uh, your girlfriend is often there uh, i mean mm. it's always part of the scene or a part of uh, of the uh, of the world uh, you see uh, but uh, then if I want to relate uh, uh, for the rest of all your photography, I like a lot what you said also that you like the action the people have inside of the, the shoot you do it. And I want to ask you uh, if you think in a way or another photography for you is a kind of uh, theater, you know, the theater of uh, uh, the Greek theory of the theater, theater is... Uh, action time and Spain, uh, space and everything is related to these three things and uh, these three uh, concepts, uh, they could not be repetitive anymore. So I mean, one time it's, it's there and you cannot see anymore in the, in the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's a very nice, nice way to put it, I think. It's a theater of life, a theater of the city, which city you're in and you're just recording life as it is they're not actors they're they're living their life and i think that's worth recording on its own and last couple of questions i want to ask you first an experience really negative you had as a photographer there is an experience What's that? sorry an experience you had really negative really cruel really negative uh, yeah you had one you uh about art or just life in general Life in general. Oh, of course. Like passing of my pets, passing of a family member. Uh, just, I broke my wrist last year. Stuff like that. But what, what are you trying to ask? Are you trying to ask how yeah, I, I feel about bad if things? There is, if there is a relation then with the photography, with the, your... Uh, oh, with, uh, with tragic things. Yeah. Mm, kind of but not in a direct way, I think. Uh, for me to go out and walk and be able to shoot photos is kind of a therapy for me because I don't have to think, overthink too much. I'm not sitting there just worrying about problems. I'm, I'm actually out there looking at different things. My attention is always on, you know, what to see and things that are happening or anticipating things that might happen. So that, that in itself, is therapy for me because I, I get to not think about things I'm not supposed to. So I guess it, it relates to it that way, not not directly, but indirectly kind of. Right, right. yeah, I mean, as many photographers also, yeah, for them, is, I mean, also for me, it's therapy in some ways. I will never say that photography means for me, it's only therapy because it's not true because I, uh, struggle a lot with photography i mean uh, yeah it's I, definitely not it definitely is not all therapy i'm just saying if i were to relate the bad things that's happened into photography i i don't i don't put that emotion into my photography but if i were to connect it to it maybe it's a way for me to work out my problems 
by walking yeah, yeah. outside it's, it's, and it's just uh, producing work. Is a I would say an indirectly way to work on yourself because you relate to the world outside. You put off the bad energy in a way, and uh, you focus on something else that probably then will produce a totally another effect inside of your life. This is probably sure happened to many people. I mean, in my experience, happened a lot that that you focus on something else, and then you will have a, a better logic for your mind to uh, give answer to what was happening before in, in your problems. And uh, uh, I asked you this because uh, I want to ask you uh, that if you uh, think there is something you would like to work in in photography uh, uh, as a more personal project and the show off than say okay uh, now I did several years of photography and uh, I will I don't keep on my archive or I continue to shoot on outside and I will focus more on this kind of topic and uh, to I don't know make an exhibition make a book make a story make a, a video or what else there is some truths um you mean like my views on photography yeah i mean if, if you was ever think about if you ever think about to to compose a project with uh, what you do it i mean uh, and not only going out and shooting uh, oh but... yeah of course i i'm actually currently thinking of a project that's not street photography based more more idea based like say like theme theme based and i would go out maybe to look for little things instead of just walking and wandering around the city i'm, I'm kind of i'm actually trying to make a project about that right now okay cool i i i i try to stay up to date and to to know more about that because curious about that i mean uh, more my topic um especially books and projects are my topics. Uh, mm -hmm. I ask you, um, there are uh, some other people that you should with. I mean, uh, there is your girlfriend. This is a fact we know now, uh, mm -hmm. but there are also other people you share a picture with and uh, you will like uh, to listen, for example, what I can uh, catch from them in a podcast uh, of one of these people you should with or you go out sometimes or you know. And yeah, if, if there are, which are these people, which is the name of them? Oh, okay. I have a few friends that I'm really close with that are um, photographers too. I have a friend in California that's called, he's called Brian. He is a documentary filmmaker, but he also does film photography. And I, I would say he does a lot of landscape and a lot of street and documentary photography, like when the riots happened in California last year, he went out and shot a lot of rows of black and white. And he's right now trying to compile a book about the riots that happened in California. And another person that um, I want to recommend is called Boris. He is from Toronto and he does, I would say he does, he does street photography like me, I think. Yeah, more, more, more or less. But he is also a video for videographer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I will. Uh, I can invite... give you the links of these two guys. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, then I can invite them to to have this. Uh, yeah, for sure. 
they, they speak English. Russian, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I want to thank you a lot for your time. Yeah, it was nice for me to meet you and to yeah jump also on some topic and uh, talk about uh, <clears throat> some experience, some concept. Uh, it's uh, always, I think, really nice to have this kind of conversation and going deep in uh, some uh, things that usually we don't do it. No, not. Uh, it's something of every day i mean now for me yes because i have everyday podcast but uh yeah. it's you know if i was not doing that i was not really saying okay uh, i go in, out in the street i stop someone and then i talk about that you know oh yeah people will be like this guy is crazy yeah <laughs> i mean maybe sometimes can work but yeah some other side times people will think yeah man fuck yourself go away <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, I want to say that, yeah, uh, as I always say, the link uh, are in the description. I would advise to get a look at the website uh, of your website, I mean, uh, the, on Cargo Collective. There are uh, some uh, really nice draw, uh, not only nice, but also conceptually interesting work you did um, that uh, uh, we didn't talk a lot about, but uh, one of them is called Mother. and. It's a mm. fucking uh, strong project. I mean, oh yeah, it's the Modi bread. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need a, an hour just to talk about that. But uh, oh yeah, that that is another whole other subject. There's another podcast there, <laughs> so I advise a lot to check this link and the Instagram also because there are a lot of uh, nice shoot aesthetically and not aesthetically. Some uh, are nice scene that I think. I'm not usual. Uh, I, I the only advice I will give to you in this case is get a bit more closer. Mm -hmm. Don't stay too much away from the subject. Get a bit more closer. Try to. I mean, uh, there are some shoots are repetitive and uh, some scenes they're repetitive. And uh, I see that you like a lot to. Uh, I mean, you are a bit a voyeur of the city, you know. And, uh, and you watch this action, you watch these people, but try to let these people be a bit more part of your world. Uh, what I want to say with that, if you go a bit more closer, probably you will have also, I mean, you have a, a treasure and you don't know. And the treasure is that you shoot people in the city, in your city, and you can relate in the communication, the language with them. Uh, now, after seven years in Berlin, my German is not uh, amazing. I cannot really relate. I mean, I can say to the people, can I shoot a picture and so on, but uh, uh, then if they want to talk to me, I'm there uh, and saying yes, but I don't understand what they say to me. Oh, and, uh, I thought a lot of people in Berlin speak English. Yeah, yeah, they speak English, but yeah, if, you know, the best subjects are always the one that they speak the, the local language. <laughs> Uh, yeah, obviously. People, no? Uh, and uh, it's not about, I mean, in general, uh, even if I don't test to them, because, yeah, I like also the, the spontaneity of the moment. Um, but, you know, we're another getting more closer, uh, relate also that uh, make them aware that I am alive. Yeah, I, I think I, I find that problem with myself too, because I feel like I'm too introverted and I'm a little bit shy. So I like to observe from a distance and i don't think that's a good thing i i am i have to work it's not, on it closer and maybe and maybe interact with my subjects sometimes I because i i always just stay away and just shoot and 
that works sometimes, but I, I do find that sometimes I'm a little bit too far and I mean, I'm I not able to get the action. I don't think it's bad because this is a clear uh, message that you give to yourself because I watch at your picture and I see that you are curious about these people and you want to relate with. The only step now you have to do it, I mean, the first step you did it, it's uh, uh, clearly saying to yourself unconsciously that you want to relate to these people because you like, you shoot repetitively them. Now the first, the, another step is to go, going more close because now that you are aware of that, that you, you know also that uh, you have to be a bit more closer to them to probably find much more. And uh, mm -hmm. in this case, language is really helpful because it can happen. And uh, I don't know, for example, you are in a food market, you go a bit more closer and these people uh, yeah, interact to you and they don't have a problem to let you shoot a role, okay? And so you are there spending maybe one hour take, having a, a nice conversation with, I don't know, an old woman or old man, taking picture of what happened around of the client buying the food, that something can happen, okay? Someone uh, is a usual client or is a friend is going there relating to this person. It's a fucking story. You are there, you are inside. You are part of the story. Yeah, yeah I should definitely do more of that. Talk, talk to the people. Because right now, when I talk to people on the streets, is usually when they approach me. Maybe sometimes they come ask, "Hey, what are you taking a picture of, and why are you doing this?" And then we will we will have a talk on the streets. But I don't really approach people on my own, and I think that's definitely something I need to work on. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to your profile and see that. So thank you again for your time. I hope that we yeah. can other likewise future. And yeah, let's keep in touch. Yeah, let's keep in touch, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you want to learn more about us, you can visit the link allmylinks.com, Berlin Explorer, or our website, bxproject.com. And if you want to follow us, you can always get news from Instagram on our account, BX Project. Thank you again, and see you in the next episode.